Hi, Billy. Um, Tom here from Three Red Kings. Um, Hi, you had a, a difficult game in the lineout on on Saturday. Um, what are the processes in the aftermath of a, of a, of a you know a, a lineout kind of malfunctioning like that? What kind of work would you do in the aftermath of it? Is it something hugely intensive, or is it just kind of going back to basics almost? No, it's, it's definitely not anything intensive. We, we review our lineout every week, uh, whether we win a hundred percent or whether we lose a few balls. Um, so we've the same process each week. Our lineup has been excellent all season. Yeah, it malfunctioned at the weekend, which which isn't ideal in a big game. Um, you know, conditions weren't easy. Um, but look, we, we had a look at it. We we maybe pushed things a little bit too much. You got to give credit to Leinster's lineup D as well. If you go back to the, the two games in the Aviva earlier in the season, we cleaned them out in the first game and they they stole a few balls off us in the second game. You know, we both teams know each other so well. Um, from a set piece, set piece point of view, and we we know each other's systems so well, it does it does make it uh, more difficult. But you know, we, we had the exact same review this week. Um, you know, bearing in mind that this portion of the squad is gone, a lot of the guys who were involved are, are also gone. So it's something we will, you know, work on with the remaining group. Uh, yeah, and, and I suppose the last one from me, like coming into a kind of a, a new game now this week with a lot of the younger players who were there. How have you found uh, like work? As you work with a lot of top guys in your in your years over at Munster, like so, how have you found the young guys working with them over the course of the last number of of of, of weeks and months almost? Um, I suppose like when you look at all the guys you've worked with before, and like how are they looking? Really well. Uh, to be honest, there's a lot of there's a lot of impressive guys in the squad coming through. I think um, the block of games during the Autumn Nations Cup and the and the, the the Six Nations, I think we really grew as a grew as a team and grew as a squad. There was a lot of good performances. You know, you you see the likes of Craig Casey got a run of games and now he's in the Irish squad. The likes of Gavin Coombs, he really cemented his place in the squad and uh, has played in all our big games since. So you know, there's there's other guys. Uh, below them, younger fellas in the squad who who are who are coming through, and they need. Uh, for me, the the two international windows um, are very important for from a squad point of view. And you very often see guys from not just Munster but other provinces, you know, have have good play well for their provinces in that section, and then a year later they're playing international rugby. So I think that's something that Irish teams do really well. You grow and use those young fellas. It's all well and good them training, and bear in mind, like there's there's four Irish teams playing every weekend. There's no AIL. There's very little A rugby. So there's a lot of guys who are getting no game time week in week out. They're just in the gym train and training. So it's a very difficult position for for young fellas. They're not getting out, out playing AIL matches at the weekend. So there's a, it puts even more importance on those guys in in this block coming up. And I think a lot of them performed exceptionally well in the previous block. I think we've used I think 49 guys so far this season. So you know that that says a lot. Thanks very much. Cheers. Billy, Trevor Anderson here, Live 95. When you play so well against Leinster and when you restrict them from an attacking point of view and have so much possession, particularly in that first half, was it particularly frustrating going in at halftime with just four points and, and looking at the game overall, Billy, that you did so much right but just couldn't get over the line? Yeah, there was a bit of frustration at halftime uh, when we went in. Certainly there was a bit of frustration. You know, we, we, we uh, you know, it was a six-point swing there at halftime to 
to hit the post um, with a great kick. Uh, you know, it was it was a tough kick, and then to give away two penalties, um, and then giving Johnny Sexton a, a shot at goal. You know, that that's just that's not good enough for all the good work we'd done in, in the previous forty minutes. We did leave ourselves down in that last um, that last minute or two before half time. But in saying that, we regrouped. We got good messages on board and. I think we started the second half very well, so there was no hangover from that. Um, we started the second half very well, but you know we didn't we didn't get points on the board. You mentioned Craig Casey there, um, his elevation to the national squad, and, and he's leapfrogged some pretty big names. What is it about him and his game that um, you know you've worked beside him very closely for the last few weeks? What is it about him and the way he plays that uh, has caught the attention of Andy Farrell? Well, his performances have been excellent. He, he's his energy on the training pitch, the extras he does, the growth in his game is phenomenal. Um, you know, he's uh, <laughs> he's the type of fellow that I wouldn't particularly enjoy playing against. He's uh, he's non-stop, million miles an hour, full of energy, but it's not fake energy. It's not just it's not just uh, talk. He's he's everywhere. He covers so much ground, um, and he's also got a very smart rugby brain. So. I'm delighted for Craig. He thoroughly enjoys. Uh, enjoys. Uh, he thoroughly deserves to be in the squad. I think his performances have uh, spoken very highly, um, and you know it's great to see him in there. 